Warning, if you are faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. So, I mean, I know I haven't been here for months. Like, yeah. are you doing, oh, you did okay without me? Yeah, I did okay without you. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. I mean, you were probably not, you're, you're pretty sad without me in the well, in I mean, the, the shows did pretty good. I mean, it, it was okay. Like, well, yeah, they were pretty okay. I mean, your show's okay without me. <laughs> so, what about your co-hosts? Like, what about them? Were they? Were they like? I mean, they they weren't as good as me with you. They right? were fine. They were good. They were fine. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, they were good, but they weren't like. Oh, okay, Veronica, fine. You're the best. You're the best. I mean, what? You're the best. You know it. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Are we recording? Yes. Why? Why are you appeasing him? You know the line. You know the line. He's he's supposed to say all no. All day today, all day today, you've been rolling out the red carpet and just not. You're not even wrapping up the gift. You're just like, here's your fucking gift in yeah, your face. Yeah, it's just the money shot today. Oh my god. Okay, let's just fucking go. This is. You know, we can't do skits today. He was supposed to say no. He was supposed to yeah, say no. I, I, but I was with you. And then what do I, I do? Said, I said, yeah, you're, hey. supposed, you're supposed to go like, yeah, but you already did it. You already did the line. Okay, you're, you're already. <laughs> this is the Nick Vertucci show. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's like, this is a disaster. Thanks for being back. It's going to work when you guys already did it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right, so should I like start the show for real? <laughs> should I really start this fucking piece of shit? You probably should leave that in too. Fuck it. Let's just, just do a blooper section. In. Just a just an hour of bloopers. Just, yeah, just whatever. So, so can I start the show? <laughs> can I can I can I start? Are you on meds today? Which ones? <laughs> so this is is this natural? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. You're a, you're literally 12. 12. Yeah. And the difference between no, I can't say that. Uh-oh. There's a lot of guys in my DMs who have the maturity level, same thing. Dude, if you knew the if you knew the depths of my immaturities like the real oh, depths. Fuck. The real depths. <clears throat> so. So, this is the Nick Fertucci show. <laughs> I am Nick Fertucci. I am here with Vicky Valerie Veronica Brill, a.k.a. her last show ever with me. Let's go. I'm never coming back ever i know Just at least you at least it finally set into your big thick skull my thick skull yeah at your least thick I have skull. a noodle in mine well whatever you're fat you're fat you're fucking fat has anyone seen you below this table you got like sticks and a and a big avocado belly and then oh my god no one wanted to see that <laughs> whatever you can't have call you me ever fat done anymore. a squat Oh, now we're going to talk about squats? We're not talking about my fat belly anymore? <laughs> you wanna, how about you? When's the last time you, you did a squat? Are you wearing a plastic last... cover? <laughs> yeah. One of those rubber ab things. You've got, you've got a corset. <laughs> yeah. Tell the truth. To, like, Tell the post. truth. If you're being honest, were you a little shocked at what you saw? I don't know. You're Stop still, bullshitting for once in your life. Fat. <laughs> There's just like muscles around the fat. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Do you want to talk about anything normal? Yeah, I, I do. I All want right. to talk about how I got shunned, shunned by the WPT ladies final table. Okay, so how, what do you mean? How does that work? I, and I, I have not thought I about you or followed you around since you've been gone. Yeah, so I went to the WPT, which was, I thought, oh, I enjoyed it more than the World Series of Poker. And there weren't as many events, but oh my God, did they roll out the red carpet for all of us, especially women. They had the best ladies event. They had ladies cash games. They had a ladies like main table and you weren't there? The main table. So they had a ladies 2550 cash okay. game table. Yes. 
But the final table of the ladies' event, I didn't make the final table. Oh, okay. Well, that was your problem. So I went to go watch because mm. Jamie Kerstetter was on the final table. Shout right. out to Jamie Kerstetter. Uh, and I was like, well, yeah, I'll just like stroll on into a TV table. Like, no problemo. No. You had to be on a list. I wasn't on a list. But they wouldn't even let you near it? They wouldn't let me near it. So they're like, oh, if you want to sit back here... This is where the overflow is, and you can wait, and we can see about potentially how getting How small you in. and unimportant did you feel? I am small and unimportant. No, but how small and unimportant did you like, feel? I know what you are. I, I felt like a flea. Like a, a flea. Like a, a gnat. A yeah. knit, a gnat. You're, you're, a, you're a knit. You're a gnat. I'm a knit. Yeah, and I, I was just, I was like, okay. Uh, it's not like I'm going to be in there like, I am Veronica Brill. You best let me in, or I will talk about you in... A future podcast. No, it was... Yeah, I just didn't even realize it's going to be such a big deal. I didn't realize it was going to be like security and like a full studio. And, you know, most places will have their final table just in the poker room or whatever and, and just have cameras up. Well, not most people, but they do that. Uh, but it was like at a TV table. They had a studio. They had a, like a, a list. They had, I mean, I just, yeah. I, I was not a VIP. You weren't, but let me ask you this. Not the, even a free drink. This is, this is, well, you know how to get free drinks. So this is an honest question. It's not a troll. No, I know you and I want to know like at that moment, how offended were you? One I wasn't. To 10. What do you think? I walk around. Then like, why are you talking about it? What do you, what do you want me? <laughs> Sayonara, motherfucker. What, what do you want me to talk are about? Are we breaking up again? What do we what do you are want me to do you want me to are talk about? Are we breaking stuff? up again? Do listen, you want listen? All I listen Linda. All, Linda, listen. What do you want me listen, to talk about? I, I figured that maybe possibly you would be a little offended. Like maybe Why just would I like be offended. I don't know. You weren't really. I'm literally sitting across from you and I did for months. Why would I be offended suddenly when WPT doesn't <laughs> let me Wait sit? Wait a minute, at that's a dig. Yeah. Yeah. At you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you weren't offended. No, I wasn't. I Okay. Um, I I was uh, just giving you a chance to open up. If you needed to. It really hurt. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Deep down inside. That's what I'm looking for. I had to go play 25 PLO instead. I want to be the Roy Firestone of interviews. Okay, I'm going to open up Did you up ever now? see Jerry Maguire? I did. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Anyways, they made wasn't him that, cry. Wasn't that like 30 years ago? <laughs> Another dig. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm almost as old as you. Not really. I mean, I'm... 10 years younger. Oh, I thought you were 65. <laughs> oh, never mind. No, uh, so they wouldn't let me in. I played a lot of PLO that yeah. weekend, but the WPT was... Do you play PLO, like, legit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I love PLO. You do? I love it. Hopefully you're better at it. Well, so PLO is easier because your equities are a lot closer pre-flop. So you can just play anything, you know? Sure. With yeah. anyone's money. With anyone's money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the real truth. So yeah, Did you do okay? Uh, well, so here's my thing. I always lose on TV tables and I always win off stream. It's just, uh, it's just kind of like, look, the universe, I don't understand it. I don't believe in karma or luck or anything, but you know, fuck me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The universe has this thing where I just don't win on streamed games. It's just the way it is. Well, you kicked your fucking universe down to me lately, last three weeks. <laughs> well, you know, karma, if it's real, <laughs> has caught up with Listen, you, baby. Listen, if karma was real, I would have never won yet ever. <laughs> right? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just figured I'd take your line from you. Um, so what were we going to talk about? We were, I swear, I have no idea what this podcast is supposed to be about. <laughs> Not a clue. Well, we were going to talk about, since you were going to talk about karma, we were going to talk about your downswing. We talked about that already. Well, we, oh, I swear to fucking God, listen to me, audience. Him and I sat across from each other eating food literally 10 minutes ago. And I was like, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. And I was like, Nick. Let's dive more into your downswing. I Let me that. finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Let's dive more into your downswing. I think a lot of people could resonate with it. We could talk about your stop loss. We could talk about, you know, like, what do you do if you hit 200, 300K? Sure, Veronica, sure. And then he sits down while we're here and he's like, 
We already talked about that. Well, so there's two things that are in play there. The first one is I was eating a kebab. The second one is I did that to annoy you. I swear. No, you didn't. I'm not that old. I, no one said anything about you being old. Well, but old, you are forgetful. That something. The, my noodle. Again, we're talking about my noodle. Um, okay, so let's talk about it. What so do you, you want to so know? You, so you're on a 150K downswing. Yeah. It's your biggest poker downswing. I lost nine in a row. Nine streams in a row. Nine in what a row. What was your biggest loss? Uh, was it Max Payne? That was up there. I think I lost more on that Wednesday when I mentioned I was sick and had a headache and, and You were punted. throwing up that day? No, that, that was, was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, these are all different days. The throw up day is Tuesday. These are no excuses. These are no excuses. Doesn't matter, sick, not sick, whatever. There's a lot of bad play in there. There's a ton of variance. But yeah, it's it's been something. It's been really weird. And uh, you know, you, you asked me the last time we talked about it on the on the last show, you know, but then we didn't get to it. You said, like, what do they say to you? Like, is I work with someone. And so a couple people that I do You're talk to. You're talking about a coach. Just tell people. You yeah, said, when you I said say work, you work with. with someone. Yeah, I've yeah, always said yeah. the word coach. I'm not, I don't back away from it. Not everyone, not everyone knows what you yeah, mean Yeah, I have someone that. I work with in, about poker that, that, right. that, so tr- you have that a I train poker with. Coach. So what is your. You like the term poker coach? Like, is that mandatory? I think for the audience, yeah. it's good for them to know that you're like not mumbling like, yeah, I just work with someone. Like, what do you, what do you mean? You Like, you work with a hooker about your. No, know, I hire them. I don't work with them. So here's the thing. Okay. So the, the person that I coaches me in poker. There we go. Um, oh, feels so and good. a couple other people that I respect a lot. You asked what they told me. And what they told me is what the truth is, is that every poker player, if you play a lot and you play on the course of years, you're going to experience it. There's no rhyme reason about it. You go through it and how you deal with it and embrace it. They last, some last longer than others. And we've talked a lot about it, but they're very difficult to deal with. Uh, you know, um, it does, I will say this, people have been enjoying it, so that's good. So what's your stop loss? You know, I really never thought about a stop loss. I mean, look, if I play poker for the next two years and I can't win, I, like that's not gonna happen, I, God forbid, knock on wood, but like I don't have a stop loss. Let's have a hypothetical universe. The next every the next every time you sit down, you're losing. I'm not gonna pl- stop playing. So you would like lose I'm gonna your, get through you would this. lose your net worth? No. That live with me here, live with me in an imaginatory imagination state, okay? Well, I don't want to tip off what my net worth is by saying what I could lose to right. get me to stop. Well, I'm assuming you wouldn't play until you have no net worth. No, of course not. I would never right. do anything you, to you not have no net worth. You should be playing with a percentage of what you're worth, not everything. So there has to be a stop loss. I'm not asking your yeah. net worth. I'm asking at what point do you say, I just, I can't play for a while. Oh, for a while, like not forever. No, I'm trying to understand your question, I swear. Are you very literal? I, I must be right now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I must be right in this moment, right in this moment. I must be because I don't know. How to, it's like, that's the way my brain's functioning. Like I'm trying to answer your that question. Was, that was the best answer to I that sincere. question that I've ever heard. Cause I ask people, so I've worked with people who are very literal yeah. and you have to change the way you speak with them because they don't have like the ability to have like a, a, a wide imagination or. No, I think I'm not always literal, but for right now I feel literal. I don't know why. It's just how I took the question. Um, okay, so yeah, how about this? This isn't anything to do with like, this would be a temporary stop loss. If I lost another 10 in a row and I lost another 300K, I'd probably take a break. So <clears throat> what? where is your line for having to go down in stakes? No. You're not going down in stakes? No. I think higher stakes is easier. There's so many grinders in 510 mm. and 10-20. Yeah. When you play 25-50 with some rich, fun whales, yeah. oh my God, the game's so much easier. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like playing 1-3 but, again. But now, and I got, see, I got trolled for this. So this is just like how I lose 51 in a Monday game is like this. And I get trolled because, you know, Mike was going crazy about, oh, all you play is aces, all you play is kings. <laughs> Shout well, out to Mike Madison. It's not, it's not true. It's actually so not true. But with that said, those hands did haunt me lately. So on that Monday, um, aces, get it all in with the guy to my right, some new kid. 
I don't know what it was for, 10, 15K each maybe. Ace, king suited, diamonds. One time, flush, diamonds. Happens. Kings. Karma. Fuck off. <laughs> Kings. Uh, get it in with Billy. He gives me that look and I'm like, fucking got aces, huh? And one time, aces. Uh, How come you're only running at once? It's Max Payne Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that literally with like three or four more hands like that and then you push one hand I made a $1,200 call I wouldn't have normally made against Billy on the river like you add up everything and it just happens it doesn't even in a small sample size like that a handful of hands dictates because you only play five hours and so it dictates uh, your whole session so it's hard to play in a stream for five hours and and like even if I say you know that's this many in a row it's such a small sample size but it's just happening like it's 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 just is what it is I, I'm really actually not as not really that worried about it so that river call you said for $1,200 against Billy that you normally wouldn't make did you make it because you were slightly tilted yeah, I was frustrated because you do get frustrated. That's why I talked earlier with you on the other show that like that's where you have to keep the wheels on. And like I had a pair of jacks, three bet, he four bet, I flat. The comes ace blank blank. He checks. I check blank. He checks. I check river card. He bets twelve hundred. I fucking know he's got an ace or a ten that came on the turn. It could have been three tens, but. Like, I just know he played it that way against me for that reason, and I should just take that hand, and I would normally just muck it. But I called just out of frustration. So there's those little leaks that normally aren't there that you have to patch up because when you lose aces against ace-king and kings against aces, those are inevitable. That's just going to happen. You're, there's nothing you can do. But what you have to do is you have to make a... a like the other night on the Wednesday when I was sick, uh, not the Tuesday game, but the other one when I had the headache... Like literally, I should have lost ten to twelve thousand dollars, and I lost. Um, I think I lost fifty something that night too. And the reason was is because I got in a hand, and I know the two players I'm in the hand with. One of them's Alec Torelli. I know he's not giving anything away. Anyways, I had Ace Queen. Billy says that the call was fine. I think if I'm playing optimal, I make the fold on the turn. Whatever, whatever. And then the last hand of the night, it's raise, re-raise against Alec again, and I got ace-five suited. That's a fold to me on the button. It's an absolute fold. I never make that, and I got 17,000 left, and I didn't feel good, and I shoved and got called, and he had aces. So those are like, that's the night where I said there was like a $40,000, like I'm accountable on that 150. I'm accountable for about 50 of it. Most people are losing to Alec Torelli anyway. So yeah, I mean, you're not special. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I think I'm special. I know you do. Yeah, so 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 we were talking about downswings yeah. and you've t you've taken some life downswings. Yes. What what's your biggest life downswing? My biggest financial life downswing, I have one emotional and one uh, uh, financial. We're, we want to hear the dirty finance okay. stuff. Yeah, the financial downswing was I started a tech business in 1989. I blew it up to a really big number of gross revenue and making money. The dot-com crash happened, and I hung on to that business for three or four years too long, and I lost probably four or five million in net worth Jeez. trying to hang on to the business by uh, refinancing my house and putting good money in a bad situation, which I would never do again with life experience. I read a book called Who Moved My Cheese? It was one little pivotal moment. And there was a lot of things, but that book really like woke me up. Um, and then to add, uh, to compound that, I probably went personally another four in debt in the business. Four million. Four million. Yeah, I was probably st stuck anywhere from st again. It's it's vague, but like six point five to eight million somewhere in there where I was upside down. I had a uh, uh, wife, two kids, and one on the way. And literally was the lowest one of the lowest times in my life. I actually thought about killing myself. So, did you have someone who helped you mentally deal with that part that mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. Who? Uh. Well, one pivotal person in my life was, and I told this story recently, so if you see it again, it's just redundant, it has to be. Um, I got invited. Okay, so I got invited during this time from a guy who was also losing his business, 
to a real estate, a three day real estate class. He had paid $6,000 for it, which I thought he was a fucking idiot for paying for this thing. And he invited me to go as a guest because he could bring one person. I said no at first because I could not imagine going on the weekend and, and even trying to focus or think because I needed that weekend to like be in a shell to cry my way back on to, to my business on Monday trying to, I was in a forbearance agreement with the bank. And so, but I went and I somehow figured out how to leverage another 50 grand to pay for a bunch of training. Um, this is like the company I started again later, but in, and I figured out, and I'm going to make this really short. I figured out how to be a real estate investor. I made a ton of mistakes there first too. I was circling the drain. I don't want to tell the whole story because I don't want it to go too long. Um, maybe I'll tell it another time, but I figured out how, so, so here's how it happened. This was the pivotal part for me. When you get in that state of mind and people seen these on my rants, and I'm just going to say it quick, you go into a negative, you go from positive winning attitude to the most negative person I went through that I've, I didn't even recognize myself. I was in an environment in my business where my partner was negative. I literally, just like when you're on a downswing, like you expect to lose and you take on this, you take on this vibe that you're not going to win. And that's what I've been fighting even with this downswing is I'm not going to let myself go there. And I'm actually going to stop talking about it even on stream. People are going to troll me and bust my balls, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let it go there because I've been down this road. But anyways, um, so I, went to this, I, I spent all this money and I went to this week training in Orlando. I'm going to fast forward this. They were all these boot camps each day, like five to seven days. And I got in this one class that was a cash flow class. It was about buying rentals and getting passive mailbox money. I'm doing this fast. And it really resonated with me because my other business was building a, mach uh, a computer, doing this, selling it, making money and repeating the, the, the cycle. I wanted something now. And then when that music stops or your industry crashes, you can no longer do that. But if you build something up that is residual, that pays you even if you are sick, pays you even if there is a downturn in the economy, that resonated with me. Now, the guy teaching it, his name was Chris. Now, after the, after the class was up, I approached him so naive and I'm like, hey, can you help me more? I, I, this is, I, I didn't even know what I was doing. I'm like, I need to learn this. And he's like, well, and, I, and it's like he had so many people probably doing this to him because even when I started my training company, they all did it to me. And it was like, and he's like, I'll give you my email. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want your email. I want help. I want you to mentor me. And he's like, Nick, I can't do it, whatever. And I'm talking fast because I just don't want to bore people. But he said no. And I'm like, I'll, I didn't have any money. And I'm like, I'll pay you like I came up with a number like 10K and he's like, dude, no, like I can't. I got thousands of students. I got a family. I'm not doing it. And I want to and no offense. And then I offered him more. I got to a point where I offered him 30,000. I had no idea if I, I couldn't, 30,000, I was in debt in millions. I just, you know, was resourceful and I thought I could get it. And finally, when I said that number, he finally looked at me after coming back like two days in a row, like to bother him. He finally said, okay, when do you want to do this? And then it scared the shit out of me because I don't know how I was going to pay him. But I figured it out, borrowed it, and went across country again about a month later or three, two weeks later to go to his house to spend, I think it was three days or four days with him. And we were talking on the first day. And now when you're in this state of brokenness, you, you wear... I, like. I wore my, my losership on my sleeve. Like everything was about my problems. Everything was about me being broke. Everything was about me losing my house. I was just about to lose my house, all this stuff. And we were like about three hours into it and he stops and he goes, listen, he goes, before we keep talking about cash flow and rentals and cap rate and all this other stuff, he goes, I'm just going to tell you something right now. He goes, unless you lose this identity that you've taken on, uh, about your, how bad things are. You're never going to be a winner. And I don't care what I teach you. He goes, let me ask you something. He goes, did you eat today? I said, yeah. He goes, are we going to probably go to lunch later? And I said, yeah. He goes, do you have any death, like death sentence or anything you're dying of? I said, not that I know of. Do you have family? Yeah. You have kids. Yeah. Do people love you? Like if you lose your house, can you like, can you go live with someone? Yeah. He goes, then fucking shame on you. He goes, because you're still ahead of fucking so many percent of the people in this world. Do you understand that? And dude, at first, I was so offended. I was like so offended. I'm paying this guy 30,000, you're gonna fucking insult me? But then it hit me, oh my God, he's right. And so what we worked on, a lot of that four days, was not just like 
all the formulas and cap rates and this and that, he taught me something called pattern interruption, which was when I felt that fear, that hopelessness, how to replace it with something else positive. Now, you still have to get up and go work and do things. You can't just be positive and, and just get something. We've talked about this before, right? Mm -hmm. The secret. Yeah, the secret. We, of course not. You have to have a vehicle and you have to get up and go. And no, nothing's showing but up. But being positive definitely helps. It helps. Meaning, like, it helps you take your next step because fear and depression is disabling. Well, fear... You can't think. Fear and depression is also... You're a prisoner in your own mind and you're you can be well everyone is their own worst yeah. enemy so that you're just creating bars around yourself to not be able to move i was in a state of such lowness that like i mentioned i actually considered not being here i thought it'd be better for everybody um and i couldn't be successful anyways because i was paralyzed by it and he taught me so many other things that i'm not going to waste everyone's time with because we're you know i'm going to make it quick and I worked that. You could read his book and. Uh, it's all in there. The yeah. I worked that headspace stuff like that so hard along with the other stuff, that meaning the, the real estate principles. And over the course of like five years, so it doesn't happen over, you know, some people does happen overnight. For me, it didn't. But one, they call it in real estate, one door at a time. I worked one door at a time until I worked myself not only out of all that debt, plus the debt I was in debt for, but then started really crushing it in real estate. Because in 2008, when the real estate market crashed, I had learned that even though it was the worst real estate market ever, that was the best for an investor. Like Warren Buffett says, buy fear, sell greed. And most people, when the market's hot and going up, that's when they invest, that's speculating. When the market was down at its lowest, the market was gripped with fear, that's the time to buy. And I learned how to not only use my own money, but to use other people's money and to find it and do this. And I did one door at a time and I got invited on a radio show and to sell properties. Then I got my own radio show. Then I got invited, to, uh, uh, asked to be part of this real estate training company where I wrote all the curriculum for the three-day class and then was selling my properties. I was at one point selling about 70 or 80 properties a month making, because I was, I was, I was buying them. I was rehabbing them and putting renters in them and they were cash flow properties for investors. They weren't like fix and flip retail stuff. I was making about 10 or 12,000 a piece. But I was doing like, like I said, I was doing like 60, 70 of them a month. And so it just, it just started spiraling. And then I just, I looked up one day and I was, I was, I was there. And I couldn't even tell you how the hell it happened other than I know how it happened. But I will tell you this, and I'll, we'll leave it at this and we'll move on. About three years later, I was at the pinnacle of making money. At, from 2008 till 2014, I was destroying it in the real estate market. Like, couldn't even tell you. It's where I made all my money. People can say whatever they want. That's where I made my money. And every time I was in the, when I was in the computer business for 18 years, when the, when the time it got worse was around November, December, because that's when companies shut down. And that's when, if you're running a business that's selling and collecting, it's, it's a cash flow thing. And if you're undercapitalized because now you're not doing good, you have more cash flow problems. You can't meet the needs of what you're even trying to do. And so that's when I was the most stressed out. I spent like three or four Christmases like a mummy sitting there watching my little babies open presents that I bought that I couldn't afford and literally missed it. I missed it emotionally. I missed it. Now I was at my peak. And when November came around, even though we're in California, there still is a seasonal change. It gets dark earlier my body, I all of a sudden was panicked one year and I couldn't figure out why I'm so panicked and full of this fear again because I had worked that out and I realized my body recognized that season change and remembered that's when I was in the state of most pain. So I had to go back and work that program again and work all the techniques that I worked and did it on a daily basis. I would literally be driving around in my car saying shit out loud to re-anchor and re-pattern any of that bullshit. And so that's why when I wrote that book, it's like, look, yeah, you could be a chemist, you could be a genius, you can make money in the lotto, 
But there are so many success principles that are so simple and they're not really that riveting. And that's why you see guys that have a K through 12 education that don't know shit, like you even say sometimes and can't remember shit, but they're successful versus somebody that maybe has all the degrees or something, but they just don't put that next foot in front of the other. So that's my rant, but that's that was my biggest uh, downswing. So who has been mentoring you now through this downswing? Was it your coach? Yeah, but it's not it's not the same. Um, but yes, I lean on. I'll just tell you this: I lean on Billy Degaff. He's a he's a friend of mine now. Um, he's been around poker for thirty years plus, and he's been through everything. And so even I, I wouldn't say he's mentoring me, but I would say like we'll get on the phone once in a while, and he's like, Nick, look, dude, I've been through this. It's it's nothing like, you know, I'm, I'm watching you and I'm watching you play. And, you know, the one night you lost like 13,000, you played or no, not 13. It was like 4,000. He goes, you played perfect. Do you know how I would describe DGAF in like one sentence? He gets poker. He does. He gets it. He gets it. Everything he, about it. Everything about poker. He gets the yeah. dynamic between the media and the game. Yeah. He gets the dynamic of the yeah. players. Like I... I reached out to him and I'm like, what Sashimi's doing is genius. genius. I don't know what you've done as a part of it. And he's like, oh, no, it's all her. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I know that he chooses certain people for that game. Yeah. Oh, he and does. Sashimi has, he's given her space to blossom to be her own character. And she's, she knows exactly <clears throat> what she is doing. Yes. And all that hysteria that she created around her and the show just like, turned her into a superstar. Billy has done a phenomenal job with Max Payne Monday. And just for everyone that's now in the comments section, Billy's not my coach, um, but he's a friend. And the person I do work with, we have the same conversations. And, you know, there was a, I can't remember the name of the book. It's blue. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's fucking blue. Um, <clears throat> this should be encouraging to you it's folks out there. It's a blue book. It's blue. It's uh, The Mindset of Poker. And I've, there's two books. One's red. But anyways, I've, I did the audio on both, and, um, and I've been listening to that talk about variants and talk about different things, and I've been working with people and talking to people. And so if you caught me back when I told you in that November when it was happening, I didn't get it. I would literally walk away from the table and call the, the guy I work with and say, I don't know what's happening. I'm fucking done. Like, this is that. And he'd be like, you're, you're, like he, he didn't say it this way, but he was saying, you're a fucking pussy. You're a baby. This is what poker players go through unless you get mentally tough. And so I worked in the last year as much on my mental game. It's even you can ask Ryan, like now I lose or I like get coolered. And he's like, yeah, you're so much like more relaxed. Like you just keep playing and you, 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 you re, you rebuy, you're just going like, I don't see you even flinching. And I just don't, I don't get tilted now when I'm stuck. I will, you know, initially when you get really coolered and then you're running bad, like I'll have my moments where I'm a little frustrated, but you can't do it. If you do, you just can't win in poker. So I'm such a nihilist. You know, nihil we've talked about nihilism. So nihilism is basically you don't believe that anything matters. Like I believe oh. that the sun's eventually going to burn out, which is true. The earth will. That's your truth. Okay. Right. Science. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like. The universe is expanding. All the ener energy will eventually disperse and nothing will be here. And I'm like, nothing really matters. So, you know, I just dumped off uh, two, three K in my game and uh, whatever, man, I'm going to die one day. <laughs> That's kind of hey, how I look whatever at Whatever gets you there, bro. If, uh, <laughs> if being a nihilist and thinking nothing matters makes your head feel no, I nice, mean, like I, go the, for it. That's how I approach life. I, I'm relentlessly moving forward, although my my uh, line is more linear and not exponential. Like some people really shoot up fast, but I did not have a great childhood. I was not given a good foundation. So I've taken a really scenic route to get to where I am. That's a nice way to put it. But I'm, a, I'm fairly successful and I've got my shit together and I don't have any debt. I don't have any terrible habits besides poker, PLO, PLOA. Yeah, and dick. But listen, here's the thing. Um that I want to tell you <laughs> here's the thing that I want to tell you though no You're, in all seriousness I feel like I'm doing a podcast with a fucking 12 year old but listen it's no, okay I, to, I was done I'm gonna go ahead yeah go ahead I do no, have something no, very no. nice I have something very no, nice to say to you I want you to say something really nice I do go ahead so, and I was so excited to say it that I cut you off yeah and, and dick I did what you normally do and I dick. couldn't you know my, fav my favorite line in a movie was Vince Vaughn in The Breakup 
it's you got to Google it. I know it's a million years ago, but he's fighting with Jennifer Aniston and they're fighting and she's talking about his family and his brother and they're going back and forth. And he goes, yeah, well, your sister, she goes, don't you talk about my sister. She's been through a lot. And he pauses and he goes, of dick. <laughs> and so that's where that comes from. But um, but but I did cut you off like you do to me all the time. And I hate that. So I apologize. But I want to say this. Um, no you're, one... you're the Kanye West right now. Look, Taylor, I know you won album of the year, but okay, Beyonce's look, album is good. I'm gonna but, let you talk, but, but I'm gonna let you talk. But check this out. Knowing what I know about you and what you've shared with me and the things I know about your upbringing and actually some things I've heard, you have done an amazing job with your life because you're uh, a, a human being's early years and nurturing and the way they're raised is literally 99.9% of like who they are, what they become. And at some point I know you had choices to make to go this way or that way. So all the trolling, all the bullshit, biggest pain in the ass you are, you've done an amazing job as a person. I mean that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, so I'm isn't not... it worth it that I cut you off? I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. No, but basically, I, I don't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, because I, you I, feel well, so, so good right now. Okay, so I was saying that there's one life. And the way I think about things is that I try, I just try anything. A lot of people are very afraid of failure. I am not afraid of failure. I am not afraid of looking bad in anyone else's eyes. I actually don't really care that much about what people think of me. My very close friends, I am concerned if I come across badly or if I'm not listening to them or I'm making it too much about myself. I'm in my head about that. But like for most people, I don't really care. I don't care if I look like, oh yeah, she just failed. She got up there. She dumped off 5K in the 2550 game. Yeah. And so I got up there. Where were you? Like, how come you didn't, you didn't get invited? And then it's like with work, like I apply to jobs that I don't think I'm qualified for and I fucking get them somehow. Yeah. And like, I just am relentless because I think I might die one day. Why not fucking try it? And if I don't get it, who the fuck cares? If one door closes, another one's going to yeah. open for me. And so I'm just like never ending, constantly trying something new, constantly like attempting something that everyone tells me I can't do. And I just don't listen to anybody and I just continue on. And that's, I think, has led me to success. I'm not a multimillionaire, but I'm, you know, I have a good job. I have yeah. I have success professionally and uh well, if being a nihilist allows you to keep the grind, then whatever it no, takes. No, I'm, I'm just a nihilist by default. I actually don't think anything matters long term. I think today matters. I think I make my life matter. I think people give meaning to their lives. But I don't like after I die, like whatever, I'm gone. But I'm just saying that instead of instead of um, saying, well, nothing matters, like I'm not going to attempt anything. I Instead, I use that as like, who the fuck cares? I'm going to be irrelevant and gone one day. So might as well apply for that, you know, particle physics job at the particle accelerator lab. No, I didn't do that. See, but. it's so weird. And and I'm trying to think if I mean this because I just thought of it right now. So I might want to walk it back. But I almost feel if I believed what you believe, that I almost would be a worse person. Why is that? I don't know. I got to think that out. I may be not what I'm thinking. Just because then I'm like, why does it matter if I do that or do that? Because nothing's have, after this. And I know we got to be I, careful, but you know. I, I think this will explain it better. I okay. kind of have, uh, someone was talking about this on TikTok. So this is not my original idea. So don't come for me. I have this like disease that's like, how hard could it be? I always, I'm like, how hard could it be to go work on an analytics team? How hard could it be? Well, let me try. Yeah. Oh, how how hard could this tech job be working for a software company? Oh, build an interface. I've never built an interface before. How hard could it be? And then I'm halfway through a project crying, you know, like, yeah. what the hell am I doing with my yeah, life? So stupidity got you there. Well, it's basically I don't really think there's anything I couldn't accomplish within reason. I'm not going to the space station. Well, to be honest with you, that is the kind of mindset that successful people do have is is they really just will not allow. It's 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 basically your um, uh, I'm relentless. Yeah, you have that's in there. I, I a, don't I, I don't give up. I'm relentless. And if I I don't care if I'm not the smartest person in the room, most of the time I'm not. I don't give a fuck. But I'm more curious. Yeah. I'm more curious than most people. And I well like if i don't know something i will either find a person to tell me what i need to know or i will research the shit out of it i'm like reading most evenings looking things up because i'm like i need to know this 
to do my job better. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit around for the next 10 years twiddling my thumb being like, well, I don't know that, so I won't touch it. I don't like that. Yeah. No, being dead inside has its benefits. <laughs> I will tell you guys. So no, I kudos, love being kudos, dead inside. Kudos to you. I love not having a heartbeat. <gasps> this is why I'm a vampire. You know, yeah. It's don't not go to Botox. Oz. Don't go to Oz and get get fixed. It's not Botox. It's actually just me being dead inside. That's why I don't smile. I don't wrinkle up my forehead because I don't actually make expressions because I don't care right. about anything. No, you don't. I know. I found <laughs> out. So uh, yeah, no, very interesting topic. Very interesting. Struggling to find an all-in-one platform for the latest poker news and thrilling poker stories? Only Poker has got you covered. The platform is packed with exciting poker news, discussions, and games that you won't be able to resist. Share your thoughts with friends on the hottest poker topics in our circle. Discover the best poker games anytime, anywhere. And secure your seat at the table. Find all your poker needs in one place. Download only poker and join the best poker community today. You inter interrupted me to say that. So yeah, no. Did I interrupt you again? You're always interrupting oh. me. So um, I want to talk about Hustler Casino Live and okay. the plan. So, so first of all, Hustler Casino got nominated for the GPI Awards for Best Live Stream. Yeah. It would be, and I'm just being honest, I'm not doing this because I genuinely don't like you. I know. So I'm saying the truth. No, this must be true. It though. would be like, I would be flabbergasted if Hustler didn't win. Given Mr. Beast, given the the Jack Forehand got nominated for Hand of the Year. Did it really? <laughs> that was crazy. That will win. That's going to win. It's just so weird. I can't imagine what Garrett's going to be doing watching that win. You know, who takes the win for that hand? Does Robbie go up and get a I fucking don't know. award? I don't what know. Insane. That is so weird. What kind of world do we live in? It's so insane. So if Hustler doesn't win, it's going to be, I'm, I'm just going to be Listen, baffled. I would never say this if I didn't believe it in my heart. And it's really like, this is like. But it's a voting this system is like, by your peers. Yeah, so that's probably why we could go the other way. But. Like when LeBron said he's the greatest player ever, he became not the greatest player ever to a lot of people. Me too. So you have to be very careful when you say this. But I just think that if somehow we probably didn't win that award, that it's a, that this whole thing's a sham. Well, okay. If you didn't win it, then your peers fucking hate they you. Don't, they don't like us. So that's why <laughs> that we was, may. That's, award that's in why itself. we may not win it. That's an that's an award in itself. Yeah. That right. Like yeah yeah. Oh, that, you guys hate we, us. They should have that award. That the, the most the award is. That the person most likely to win didn't because they're hated. Yeah. Yeah. They should have that. We'd You're win that. You're a total dick. Yeah. See that? Yeah. And that's and it should just be a dick. On like you guys have your vagina award. There should just be a dick. Okay. So speaking of that award, mm -hmm. that trophy was in the nominees. I am telling you, I, love I that am trophy. picketing outside of Poker Go Studio. I'm just joking, Brent. But I am picketing outside of Poker Go Studio if that badge trophy does not win a GPI award. I agree. That trophy needs trophy to win. Ever. That's been the most talked about trophy all year. No one cares about other poker trophies. Yeah. And uh, my friend won, won another one of those trophies uh, in at the uh, in Las Vegas uh, during the WPT yeah. uh, Resorts World had a ladies event get, for that. Can I trophy. get one for here? You know what? Let's figure it out. Let's I want get you one. one. Even if I have to, I mean, I want to pay for it. I tried so hard to get you one because I think I got fourth in that one ladies event. Mm. And I really I wanted want to bring so it here. Bad, right and there. Just Isn't it like purple? And I would have left it here. It's like pretty. It's, very, a, it's, it's a, a nice, very badge. nice badge. It's a purple badge. It's very nice. So I like it. So Hustler. Okay. I want to ask you something. And I was, I didn't, <clears throat> I haven't asked you this. No, I don't know what this is. I know this is organic. I know you can edit this out if you want to, but I don't think you should. Go. Uh, is Garrett welcome back? Oh, I won't edit this out. Um, I'm going to answer it this way. Nobody's not at this point welcome back. I'm not trying to be politically correct. So everyone's welcome back. No, hold on. What's Let me, not welcome back? Everyone, well, nobody's if I, cause, not Because I could back. say to you dogmatically, which I haven't used that word all. Yeah. You, do, you used that okay, word. Okay, you said nihilist, so please. All right, so here's the thing. I could say to you very easily, yes, this person is or isn't, and I can just be really matter of fact about it. We haven't discussed it to the length to give you an, a, a final answer. So my answer is... There's nobody that has been not invited back or allowed back 
officially. With that said, nobody's asked to come back. Let me tell you something. I know you, and I know you're a marketing guy. Okay. Say what you guys want. He fucking has a plan for everything. You know how to cause controversy and stir things up and stir the pot. I know you. Yeah. And you know Garrett's comeback would be huge. Sure. Huge, as Trump says, huge. Huge. Yeah, well... I like Garrett. And, I do too. And 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 he, and I have nothing against Garrett at all. So even to discuss it as he wouldn't be allowed back, he the you know Garrett did some things that I wasn't happy with. I've talked about this openly, and he handled this situation even after the fact. I think worse could it be. And and we kind of and he did kind of imply a lot of things happened that he doesn't have hard facts on, and that and that shined on us not just Robbie so I didn't really take too kindly to it because if unless you have a fact you're kind of throwing a lot of people under the bus with that said I know he means it I know that he believes it and I like him and I am I'm I have no uh residual anything with Garrett and I would welcome him back I'm just telling you that we haven't officially said that um Ryan and I and this is the part I won't say have some differences on what we both believe should happen to your question. And and to respect my partner, I'm not going to say what they are, but we don't see eye to eye. What about what's her face? We don't see eye to eye <laughs> on both. I love that you just knew who I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, we don't see eye to eye in that situation at Interesting. All. Yeah. And so, but nobody's asked to come back and we haven't crossed that bridge. So I don't want oh, to. Oh, Robbie, what's her face didn't ask to come no back? No one's asked to come back. Interesting. Yeah, no. No one's been told no. No one's been told yes. Our, and listen, here's the beautiful thing. Yes, you're right. If I was to be creative, I could probably blow the internet off its fucking the roof off it. But here's the thing. Our, nobody. What I found out through this and over the last year and five months is that nobody's bigger than our show. And here's what I mean by that. When we first started, we were a nothing burger. We were just an idea. We were like, we're launching on August 3rd. And everyone had a lot of leverage on us, which was, will they play our show? If they do, I want this, I want that, I want this. And that went on for a very long time because we had to concede to it. Now, I'm not saying we're cocky because we're not because I, we still concede to a lot of personalities because a lot of poker players are divas and they have demands and we still do that. We're making business decisions. But what I have learned is there's not one single poker player that could say, hey, and that our show is going to go under. If our show goes under, it's just because it's going to for whatever other reasons. It's I mean, not going to be contingent on a player. That's but we were worried about the, that. In the corporate world, there's yeah. like no one who is like the most talented person in the world where they're irreplaceable. Very right. few people are like that. Yeah. Almost nobody. If you leave your job, you could be the best person at what you do. You leave, the, someone will replace you. They don't really care that much about the quality of work that you're doing. Yeah. They just want the work done. Right. Um, so speaking of divas... Sure. I want the T. Who's the biggest diva on Hustler Casino Live? The biggest player? Diva? Diva. Who has the most demands? Who's the, the most difficult to deal with? Okay. In the past, it was Garrett. Ooh. What was her, what were his demands? Her, what was her demands? <laughs> what was his demand? What were his demands? He wanted to dictate what the lineups were. Uh, I mean, he wants the, the soft games. But guess what? But guess what? That's not anything bad. That's not like no. diva behavior. Why? It's his business. Right. This is we, me and so Garrett have had hear, hours of talks arguing. I want to hear diva stuff. Uh, diva stuff. I okay. want only red M&M Blank check stuff. Blank check a diva. <laughs> Why? Um, he also, there can't be a few people in the game. He has to have certain type of players. Um, if he's in a, and, and the, keep in mind, I don't want him mad at me, but if he's not in a good mood, uh, he has a tendency to like he lit Ron up one night. He lit the, he didn't like the poker bunnies made she thought was an angle that was legit though because he didn't know if it was. Um, I was commentating a couple times and Ben does not want compliments. He wants to be known as a whale and I complimented his game and he was furious and he told Ryan if I'm ever on the mic again I better not ever do that again. Um, and so when he's in a hand I don't say anything if I'm commentating because. I don't want to say the truth because there are a lot of truths that are like, what are you doing? But I kind of did that once too and he didn't like it. So I just, uh, yeah, I have to be really careful with him. Now, with that said, I've gotten to know him a lot better. Um, you know, I wouldn't play in the Friday game because he didn't like that I was, you know, too tight and he was complaining about it. And 
I just stopped playing on Fridays to accommodate our players. And But Ben and I are friends. When I, he played in a Tuesday game, I like him. And I'm not just saying this. If I didn't, I would tell you, I like him. We've gotten to know each other better. He needed something once. He called me. I took care of it, a problem he had. I refer some people to him. Him and I are good, but he's a diva. So he gets really upset. When I did commentary at Stones, after every game, I'm telling you, every game, especially the bigger the game, the more complaints. Yeah. So uh, before the next live stream, I would meet with the guy who was running it, and he'd have a list. So-and-so called in and said, you said that he was thinking that he didn't know where he was in the hand. Because I, you know when you're doing commentary, I'm really good at like making up a story. I don't know if it's fucking true. I'm like, yeah, he's probably thinking this, this, this. You got to say something. You're not just going to sit there, especially if I'm talking to my co-host and trying to make conversation and we're trying to dissect the hand. My co-host is, <sighs> is doing an analytical breakdown yeah. and I'm talking about, hey, what are they thinking? What could else be going on? The color commentary. And... I'm telling you every single time. So-and-so said that you said that you, they were thinking this. They were not thinking that. They were thinking this. I'm like, I don't even fucking remember the hand, bro. Who yeah. cares? Like, no one cares. They were so offended by so many things. I would just scrap it up, throw it behind me. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to stop talking. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and be like, there's an ace king. There is a flop of king eight five. That, you know what I mean? Like, you have to have a conversation about shit. Totally. Well, everyone... Why are you going on a live stream if you don't want anyone to say anything about it? Well, you? it's very difficult. And, you know, as as you know, like, I... And this guy's actually very nice, and he's not a diva, but and I... And no one says anything egregious. No. But, I mean, even Mickey got mad at me once because he played a hand that I didn't understand, and all I said was, I don't really know what he's doing, but, wow, like that or something, and he didn't like it. But, you know, and Ryan, <clears throat> setting up these games, God bless his little, little, little heart... Uh, I don't know how he does it because these guys, that's where they really have the divaness is when like this seat, I need a seat. I've been supporting you. How can I not get a seat? This, I don't want that guy. I don't want this guy. So Ryan does this literally on the daily and I don't know how he does it, but he's really good at it. And that's what makes him like so valuable. Um, but as you know, as a commentator, it's like even in the chat, like I'll, I'll commentate and I'll have 20 comments in a row. They think I'm funny. They like me. They're like, oh, my God, I love when NV's on the mic. And then there'll be five in a row. It's like, I'm muted. I can't listen to it, you know. And they want, you know, someone to their different style. So you can't please everyone. That's just the way it is. Players or, you know, people in the chat or whatever. You just got to be you. You've taught me this. You just got to be you and that's it. Fuck it. I taught you something? Yeah, I kind of used because you, when, when we first met, I was way more hypersensitive to the troll. And you're like, why do you give a shit? I'm like, I don't know. But I promise you, I'm not even kidding. In the chat, unless they say one or two things that is really nasty, nothing bothers me. Now. Now. Nothing. Do you think it's ironic for you to say that and have your intro the way it is? What's my intro? Warning. Oh, that's just a if thing. If you're easily offended. That's just a thing. That's just like a thing. I mean, yeah, people... I get even people in the comments now. Oh, this isn't even that like edgy. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? It's like such a false average. It's like, guys, fuck off. Do you, you know, know one thing that's funny about like super duper fans? Mm. Not there's there's super fans yeah. and then there's super duper fans. The super duper fans will remember every oh my God. fucking thing you say oh, yeah. and then throw it in your face in the oh, comments yeah. for the next 10 shows. Be like, but you said this, this, this. And then they'll repeat it in every show. Every and show. They're, they're, they will tell you, the super fans will tell you how many packages of ketchup you use when you eat a hamburger. I'm not right. kidding. They notice and regurgitate everything. Yeah. Yeah. There there are some content consumers out there. And I'm, I'm a content consumer with some, I'm a fan of like some TikTok personalities and some YouTube channels, but I'm not like, like, like throwing shit in their face if they contradict themselves yeah. or and once I once I really <clears throat> once I really really didn't like take offense to a lot of that stuff and leaned into a lot of it and over time where I think people have gotten to know me like I go in the chat now um, if I went into the chat before like a year ago I get slaughtered even me, like I'm the owner of the show, I get slaughtered. I go in the chat now, it's totally positive. It's to like I'm not totally, I get here and there. But it's like I really like these guys now. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, they're like, they. A lot of them have become like our family. Like, where they really support us. And it takes time to build and it's a take community. time to build a community. 
And so I really look forward to going in there because they want to ask you questions. They want to talk. And so every time I get a chance, I always go in the chat and I try to answer every single question because that's what I would want if I was in there. So whatever full circle you're such a good person 180 baby you're literally the best i am oh my gosh i've never I mean, met a oh better gosh. better person oh. and a better poker live stream oh owner God. i know well wow. that's true how do you not just get every single award at the gpi Awards? i don't know how i cannot you're be nominated for everything one. uh i'm not i'm not gonna get any <laughs> wait um, if hustler wins who's going to collect ryan you don't travel right no nah, i'll go to that you're it's Vegas. Go? It's Vegas. Is, I drive. Oh, is Ryan going to be Vegas. your date? They better listen. If we win, they better have two. Right. Is Ryan going to be your date? Probably. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Well, they better have two, but I don't even think we'll win. So whatever. How, what do you mean? You you don't think you're because gonna it's win? from your peers, and your peers hate you. I don't know. Why do they hate you? What did you do? Because I partnered with you. <laughs> well, yeah. Fair Sorry enough, about right? your luck. <laughs> Fair enough, right? <laughs> I don't, I think that I'm just hanging on by a thin I don't think string. that a lot of people hate me. I think there's a few that do. Oh no, they fucking hate you. <laughs> I can't <laughs> laugh because of the cough. <clears throat> but yeah, probably whatever. So, so before we finish, hmm. what's, uh, what's in store for Hustler Casino Live in 2023? Sure. Um, well, I've said this so many times. Oh, well, tell us something new. Yeah. So. Well, I'm still going to say it for the people that didn't give hear us it. A, give us like a, a secret show you're planning or if Mr. Beast is coming back or something. We're going to do more of that. Give us a smidge. Well, um, we have a lot of opportunity to take our show to another level with um, some networks as far as like documentaries and um, um, maybe even like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, reality show type thing. So we're going to be entertaining, doing some things with our show, poker related and player related that I think are going to be cool. They're in the works. What about the Chinese market? The Chinese market is the one I was referring to. We have a two year, a three year agreement with a really fucking badass company that is going to right now um, has been taking all of our content uh, with no audio, with mm -hmm. the, uh, audio, but no commentator. And they're going to do commentary over and top And they're going to do it. the commentary and do everything in, in, in Mandarin, Chinese, this, that. There's like a bunch of different countries we're going into. And so they're going to take us and do that. We got a great revenue split with them. They also have um, some products that uh, they're going to roll out that are like, like in China, like a WPT global, like something like where they go online. So we have a partner split with uh, their product as far as their online gaming. Um, that's Are you learning Mandarin or Cantonese right now? No, but I wish I knew it. I'm not even kidding. I wish I knew it. No, I'm not learning it. You should get a, who I work with speaks English. I should get a coach, but I might have a downswing, so I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see that downswing. I don't want to have a downswing in Mandarin. Um, the, <laughs> the other thing is, I can't laugh because it's fucking cough. Um, the other thing is, that's pretty cool, is uh, I've secured a couple of sponsors for the show this show mm -hmm. and um one of them is this really i can't say what it is but it's a really cool product it's an app and it's like a total poker community of news and like real-time video of things happening I, I that's all i'll say anyways and um so they're becoming a partner too in a lot of ways so that's going to be really fun and i love their product um and then another one that i'm waiting on to ink it this week before i say anything and uh and, and then as far as the show sides, like we we're partners with the WPT. So they are going to keep sending us their ambassadors, the Phil Ivies, the, this guy, the, that guy they've hired, excuse me, they've signed on a few different players that I can't yet mention. Um, that will be a big, and, and then for sure, we're going to have a creator show. Is it, is it like, so Phil Ivy is such a big name, but he's so quiet and reserved. Sure. Is it still as fun to watch you think like does the audience still just want to see him sit there like i know he's playing but he was it was a weird week the week he was on I get that it. was the whole uh robbie garrett hand sure um but i'm just wondering if he would draw as much as someone who would be like more talkative and fun okay so it's a combination of things like if it was all phil ivy's you couldn't have the show because then it's it's 
there just isn't enough personality. But Phil Ivey is the greatest, one of the greatest, if not the greatest poker player in the world. So people still want to see him. And there's still this... <laughs> this He's, draw. It's like Tom Dwan. Like yeah, it doesn't matter draw. what he does. It doesn't matter. See him. It's this draw that they just want to watch how he plays. They want to see him. They want to whatever. But if you combine that with a diva, whales, uh, personalities, and you have all that mix, so that's what when we when we do something like this, we make sure there's all of that. Like we could never have a show of all personalities just like Phil's. So we blend him in with a bunch of characters. So you have some people tuning in just for the pure fact that Phil's there. You have some people that are trolling saying, oh my God, this guy is getting into a play. He's looking at his phone, uh, you know, whatever. And then they're still looking to have, you know, Mr. Beast on the show and do this. So that's the thing. So even, you know, when Ryan's building these lineups, even on the daily, not even the big shows, that's what's going into is the mixture. And it's so hard because there's nine seats and there's a billion people that want every one of those seats. And the mixture has to be, and as Ryan puts it, the fun players you have to have the foundation of fun players. And if you're going to have a pro, they got to bring something to the table, which is fame, recognition, or a huge following. That's mm -hmm. going to be plus EV for us. So you just have to, it's like a recipe. Yeah. Sashimi's got the recipe right. Sashimi's the nuts. She is so smart. She has created this persona. And uh, I think everything she does is so uh, calculated and brilliant. And, and she just re-trolls everybody lost their minds with that video which got taken down right yeah uh but it created such a stir and then she re-trolled and then she wore a nun outfit, a nun outfit yeah. oh my god i lost my mind when i saw that i was like sashimi hats off to you you're literally the best if you ever listen to her too in game flow she's brilliant like she plays dumb then yeah. she trolls then she slow rolls like, and then she pretends the she first, doesn't know English. She doesn't know English. Like the first couple times I played with her, I didn't know if I was coming or going. I believe she didn't understand what I was saying, but she did. And she's just, she's really witty and funny. Yep. And um, I got that within a few minutes of playing with her because she was on my right. And she started kind of nudging on me. And I could tell someone who wouldn't get her would probably be upset. And I think that works in yeah. her favor too. But I was like, oh, I fucking see what you're doing. And I started giving it back to her. Yeah. And then we started bonding. Yeah. I really like her. She she literally didn't know if she was joking or not. She was so good at it. She's like talking to me. She's <laughs> she talking to me. I didn't even know at first when I first met her at the table. She's like talking to me and pretending like she doesn't know English. But she looks at me like flirty. She didn't mean it either. She has no interest. She's got a boyfriend. She's really happy. And she looks, she goes, you like Asian? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't even like Asian. And she's like, oh, no English. Like, oh. <laughs> so she's awesome. Shout out to Sashimi. Yeah. Well, um, I'm looking forward to 2023 and Hustler Casino Live. Okay. And um, you're not winning any awards at GPI, so it's watchable this year. I'm nominated for another one. Do you remember what it's called? You're Influen not nominated for yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, What are you nominated for? Influence Person of the Year. Uh, Influence no. No, I swear to God. Fattest Ryan Poker Player of the Year? <laughs> oh, my God. Influencer of the Year? Not Influencer. What's the word? Where's my phone? He doesn't know the word. Yeah, because I'm not, I got no shot. Not Influencer. Who, Ryan's just, nominated, too. That's broadcaster i saw ryan no, that's on a, a different one he's on broadcaster damn ryan ryan's just out here getting nominated for yeah, everything Ryan's gonna clean up ryan um, ryan's winning some i'm gonna steal his award so hold on let's see you better bring it over here and i sent it to you you sent me you got nominated for something yeah man oh my god this is what happens when you have a geriatric person running a show well, you know that. I At didn't even know can... what double authentication was, so and I got trolled for that. How I don't big know is your what... text when you text people? My font's not all that big, but I do have my bifocals. I mean, I'm not going to lie. These are bifocals, too. Yeah. Well, I can't survive without my bifocals. At right I around 40, read. 45, it just happens. There's nothing you can do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that when your tits started sagging? I got no sagging tits. I pulled my shirt up. I would tell you this. If I sat here with my shirt off and you off, I'd probably get more compliments than you. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay, Yeah, even Nick. though you got Natucci's, I don't know where it is. Put on your BiPAP machine and shut up. My what? My CPAP? 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, All this right, was bro. a fun show. Yeah, it was good. It's good. We couldn't we we couldn't figure out what you're nominated for. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. There's like 80 million people in it too. I mean, I just was like, yeah, lost. you'll probably win for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to thank. Uh, uh, yeah. No, that's not. Gonna oh, happen. but like, have a ridiculous award speech. If we win. If no, 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 not for Hustler. Hustler, you gotta let Ryan talk. You can't talk when Hustler. What wins. are you talking about? You're gonna. I'm talk? a good. I'm not saying I'm gonna, but why? I'm a good You're talker. You're barely able to speak English. What are you talking about? No English. <laughs> okay, if a speech for what? For okay, so outside of Hustler, Hustler's gonna win for live stream. If they don't, then yeah, that's a then fugazi. They don't. If we don't, you guys, you guys have a speech for when Hustler wins. No. Okay, so are you gonna have a speech if you randomly win Poker Personality of the Year? Preparing for that would be like preparing to win a fucking marathon for me. I'm not going to win. So why would I prepare? <laughs> so if you do, for if the one in a millionth chance that you win, just make sure you go up there and be like, well, fuck, Veronica, I guess you were right. I should have prepared. That's right. And no, I, I, I got no shot. But that's fine. I'm, I at least was glad to know that it was because my stuff wasn't put up on those other platforms because it was a little weird for me at first. I'm like maybe this isn't a real snub, you know? I mean, it's the Nick Fertucci show. What? How are you going to... Yeah, I know you look at the sign. I've trained you. Yeah, the, look the, at that. Joe, the Joe Rogan show. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Because it's round? It doesn't say the Nick Fertucci experience. It should. What if it was square? Then it's not Joe Rogan. I mean, that's not it's Joe Rogan's fine. face. It's Hawaiian. It's, it's not my face. That's my face. That's my hair. No, you thought that was a tiger. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. Like in the old days. It was our first show. Yeah. That was funny as hell. That was funny. Anyways, okay. You done? I'm done. You're done, done. I got to go to the airport. Get out of here. This is the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci. For Veronica Valerie Brill, we're out. Envy out.